What's up guys, it's Shona and welcome to another episode of the Eheng Podcast And first of all, Happy New Year to all of you all that are listening It has been a very exciting year with you guys And uh, let's go and check out an email today from Jen Hua Hi Eheng, I have been watching your property video for a long time It has been very helpful and informative So first of all, thank you for sharing all your knowledge with newbies like me my questions to you is I am looking to buy an investment property for 222000 The rental here is 900 ringgit, and therefore I know it can cover the installment easily. The property is freehold as well. It's an old apartment, roughly 30 years old. As this will be my first property, I will be able to get a loan of 90%. Will it be a wise investment to get something of such value or should I get something in the range of five to 600000 Will it be considered as a waste to get the 222000 property as my first property? Thank you and hope to hear from you soon. Thank you very much, Jenhua, for the email. And this is a rather direct one. It means as your first property, would you get something of 222000 or would you want to go for five hundred to 600000 So that's the few school of thought here when I was getting my first property as well. Like, would it make sense for you to go for a 500000 property, a new one, right? but you can never cover the installment or would you get something lower range, something more affordable, then you can actually rent it out at a positive cash flow. And there's this saying about wasting quota. So something to point out first. So in Malaysia, there's a rule of maximum 90% loan margin on the first two residential properties. It means when you buy your first property, you get 90% loan of the SBA price and the second one, you still get 90% loan of the SBA price provided your income is sufficient. And after that, even your income is sufficient, right? There's a saying that now they can also get 90% but no banks are doing it yet. But basically, your third and fourth property right, maximum is 75% on average. Lah. So there's a few findings here. Number one is whatever the government gazette or whatever they say, right? For example, the, the foreign cap on KL revised to 600,000 say only nothing happened. So this one as well, when they announced that the third property onwards, you can get 90%. Yes, the government say, but banks, they have their own ruling and they are not taking the risk. So no. Lah. Secondly, what we are trying to say is that this is a measure to control the market. Imagine, yeah, imagine if every rich person, every investor gets to use the same method to roll and roll. There won't be any chances for property newbies anymore because whatever launch, right, it's going to be all the same group of investors only. And that seems to be the harsh reality where investors are getting more and more and more to take up a lot of positive cash flow properties while newbies are still struggling to even buy one. So come to your case, Chenhua, 222000 with a positive one or you want to go for a five to 600000 one with a negative cash flow. This is a concept of new versus old. New buildings tend to be favourites for tenancy. It means, right, when there's A, B, C, A launch first, right? So when A completes, everybody move in. Then when B completes, some of the tenants from A will also move to B and subsequently C, D, E. So A, B, C, D, E, the launch price will actually go up and up and up but the rental may not necessarily be ROI positive and all. So for a project that is A, B, C, D, E, a lot of people would wait for the last phase because it's the most established but most of the time at the last phase, right, developers will also price it up higher. But the rental rates will not be as effectively reflected in the rates. From block A to jump over to block B, right, you won't really pay a lot more. You just pay the same, just that you people like newer stuff because the facility is new, everything is new. But I spoke to a few tenants as well, like 
for new block people don't really like to move in anymore because the first few months right it's going to be dreadful where there's going to be a lot of construction workers or a lot of renovation works the leaf will always be covered with like canvas and all you will never really feel the condo in the initial like six to eight months one because now condos also the whole block right they won't hand over at once so hand over the whole block will also take seven to eight months really because not everybody buy at the same time uh. and everybody should just add another four to six months for renovation right oh to really experience whatever that is designed really takes out about one year the fastest however new blocks will always set the highest price in a particular area like for example like Bukit Jalil the latest launch around the area will tend to be the favorite of all on the other side of the conversation is certainty like if you were to go for this existing one that you're eyeing like 900 ringgit so your entire objective is how would you increase that 900 to 1001 or 1002 then you will make positive cash flow already but the capital appreciation unfortunately is 30 years right it won't be as drastic as sudden unless there's new catalyst around the area so for me my thought process will be this if 222 right I buy already then I will need to cough out some capital which is like around 18% 20% so it's around like 40 over thousand then I will, when I get the keys to it, I know the market rate is 900, but how do I push to 1002 or 1003? And that three to 400 ringgit, right, is very important because it reflects directly into your capital appreciation already. For example, 222, you will take up like 180,000 loan. 180,000 loan, your monthly installment is around 800. If I were to push the rental, maybe I like do up furnishings, I put in 20, 30,000, right? Just to make it up very nice and rent out at 1,002, that surplus of two to 300 means a lot because now I can actually just go up to anybody. Instead of 180 loan, I can actually sell at 250 because because 250s, monthly installment is around 1002 you get what i mean so immediately when you get a rental rate of 400 ringgit higher indirectly it reflects in a 100,000 in capital appreciation so that explains why a lot of property investors right they will do up almost everything to boost up the rental returns but you need to do it strategically lah. and if you need more advice right you just uh, go to the makeover guys use sean tan makeover hashtag right then they will know what to do it's free you don't there's no commitment whether you want to do it or not right do talk to them if you need any advice lah. free advice ma. then after i take this right it depends on my income lah. and if i can i will wait until maybe like six to eight months later i get the keys and i rent it out then until i get my tenancy agreement signed then i will go for my next property almost immediately ready and the key is this yeah Go to your KWSP, there's this account too where you can withdraw out 10% of your SBA price or the entire account too amount. In this case, 222, you take out another 22,000 and that's from your EPF account, right? Then you use that, then you go and buy maybe a new property which is around five to 600,000 at a 90% loan. So there maybe got another cashback, then you get this amount of cash again. Then maybe you want to go for the third one already. So that's how aggressive I used to be. But I would actually suggest now to actually pace it out. Experience like you get one to two to one. No need to be so YOLO on things that not necessarily make money. A lot of people like think, 
I wasted that one quota, right, for something that might make money. For certain that this will make money really, so don't have to worry. And there are other ways that you can consolidate your loans later to be entitled for the 90% again. And there's a lot of skill sets to that. It's quite easily available in the market. Everybody knows how to do it. But I would suggest to take it one step at a time. So in this case, I would really suggest to go for the 2221 first. But just that some things to take note about old apartments, right? is whether does it have the strata title that is very very important then number two is the condition of the house because after 30 years right all manufacturing guarantees for building materials are all gone already one it means suddenly if the lift needs to change by the maintenance right there will be a cost incurred suddenly your waterproofing layer in your toilets wear out already you need to change so i just did mine in puchong a toilet is around thousand, thousand two like that. And all these are okay like, because we're in time. Uh. But I'm, what I'm really more concerned of is how responsive the management team is. And when I go into condos, right, especially those that I want to leave or stay, right, I will look into the AGM meeting minutes, right, which means like, okay, who said what and how frequent they do, how frequent they update the people who don't really pay maintenance fees and etc. Then the facilities, right, are they well maintained? All is one thing, not maintained is another. So there's a two different things and not necessarily 30 years right means old and bad and rusty and whatsoever no 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 because there's a lot of condos in Monkiara right I don't know why that they are superbly maintained and last but not least right while you are looking into this condo do look out for also nuances because it's existing right so maybe there's like two blocks and sometimes right Block A and Block B will have a difference of 5 to 8% price on because of certain reasons. For example, orientation uh, or for example, the exit can connect to the commercial area uh, or for example, this block because of some building mistake, right? the ceiling height is higher. Uh. So there's still very small nuances between blocks one, like especially for those who have like six, seven blocks one, right? Even was suddenly like, why block F is the highest price one? Because it's the most well-maintained. Because it's the only one where the common areas is tiled up. Hence, everybody loves it. And be a little bit more patient and congratulations in embarking on your first property investment. Very good, right? And thank you very much for your email today. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. And for those who still have any questions regarding real estate, do just email me at T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G at gmail.com or you can just DM me on Instagram I-H-E-R-N-G and I'll see you on the next one. Ciao.